Hey, listeners. Despite the fact that the words mom and dad are in this title, this show is not intended for little ears because I say the F word a lot. Every time. The funny thing is, is I brought that thing up and then we bantered anyway. Which was interesting. We talked about Jesus Christ. I'll never banter with you again. Oh, man. <laughs> I like it when you banter with me. I love you so much. Don't. Just banter right, with me. All right, shut up, shut up, shut up. What's up, podcast listeners? You are listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast about responsible cannabis use cannabis aka marijuana mary jane weed some people call it 420 oh god the devil's lettuce (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) the devil's lettuce and that's a favorite i've never heard that in my life um, I'm the Stoner Mom from thestonermom.com and the Stoner Mom Show on YouTube, which you know you watch. And as always, I'm here with my husband, David. So yes, Stoner Mom and her husband, David, and we are residents of Colorado, USA. Which got dumped on last night. We got dumped on. So we got dumped on with snow and we are also able to legally partake in cannabis, be it medically or just for shits and giggles. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Hey, hey. What? Did we get any five-star reviews on iTunes? Oh my God, we did. What? Stony Scott gave us a five-star review since we've been peddling them. I know, right? <laughs> or maybe because they really enjoy the show. I hope so. And Stony Scott says, What an enjoyable chemistry these two have together. Huh? Really? Yeah, we got some chemistry. I think so. Mom and Dad are stoned is an enjoyable show. Yeah, it is, Stony Scott. Thank you. Thank you, Stony Scott. We love you, Stony Scott. Thank you so much. Very nice. Thank you for the kind words. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, can I ask you something? What? What are you smoking on right there? I have Lucky Charms in my bowl. Are they magically delicious? They are. Yeah, I'm smoking... Lucky Charms, and I'm smoking in a bong, and we got a ton of snow today, so David put snow in my bong for me, and it's awesome. He put it on the top where the ice catcher is. Instead of ice, I've got a nice icicle-looking thing now. You do. It's like a big, giant ice cube in there. An ice carrot. It is. And it's so, so smooth. I feel like I could smoke weed forever. Um, man, so today we had us a snow day, didn't we? We did. And what was unusual, the snow day was not, you know, unusual, but the fact that we had all four of our children here on a snow day was unusual. That does not happen. And David was also home. I stayed home too. And we... Because, man, you couldn't get out. 
I, yeah, I mean, like that's not, that was impossible. Plus, you know, we saw we kept seeing it was first of all it was seventy degrees yesterday. Yeah. It was seventy degrees. It was like spring. Um, the sun was out. It was seventy degrees at. Um, we were out without jackets at eight o'clo- at eight o'clock at night. It was sixty degrees. Okay, um, but here's the funny thing. What? So the forecast said like blizzard starting at four a.m. Yeah. And I woke up at 5 a.m. and I ran downstairs like, this. there's going to be a blizzard outside. And there was no blizzard. I know. You came up and told me. It was like. You woke me up and told me. I was like, there's no blizzard. And then we, che- <laughs> and then we checked our phones. Well, no. I had a text saying, your kid's school is going to open an hour late. And then you checked your phone. And it was like, school's canceled. And I was like, what? And I was like, let's go back to bed. And sure enough, I got up back up at. I'm going to say seven, and it was a blizzard. It was like horizontal snow, couldn't see. I just got another text. What did it say? School's canceled tomorrow. We had all of our kids here. Holy crap. First snow day. And it was actually not um, chaotic or bad or anything. Uh, The BFF texted me at one point and was like, oh, my God, what's it like at your house? And I'm like, well... I've got all four, and they are all occupying themselves at the moment and being good. Yeah. And she was like, I hate your house. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I know. But we had it. We got it, man. We got it under control. We sure do. Yep. They were nice kids. So it occurred to me, not occurred to me, but, well, it occurred to us. <laughs> That we should probably introduce ourselves and our kids and our family in a more formal capacity. Not that we're having the kids on this podcast because yeah. <laughs> mom and dad are stoned is very stoned parents. Yes. Um, and mine are asleep and hopefully yours are too at their, mine, at their mom's house. Yeah, mine, are, mine went home um, in the late afternoon. Mine are two floors up. Right. Sleeping soundly. Okay, so yeah, today's show is about us, your hosts. We'll be talking about our family and our kids and um, ourselves. Yay. And in the second half of the show, I'm going to be answering some listener questions that have to do with being stoned and having kids. Imagine that. Here is what you guys probably know about us already. We're married, and we have kids. We have four kids together. We're on our second uh, marriage each, um, and we and our last and our last. He likes to interject. I like to interject that too. Yeah. And we both brought two kids into the marriage. Mm-hmm. We both have normal relationships with our ex-spouses. I particularly have a good relationship. You do. With mine. And I mean that in regards not as in like we're buddies at all, but as in we are spectacular co-parents in that, yeah, regard. 
So an easy way to like explain it all is to explain what the stoner mom is, basically, I think. I think so. Because the whole point of the stonermom.com was to basically demonstrate responsible cannabis use. And the reason that was important enough for me to start up this crazy life style <laughs> is because in my previous marriage, I call that like my life 1.0, I was very anti-drugs and like super anti-parents like um, parents using marijuana. Because that journey from being that person who was kind of just ignorant and not educated to becoming who I am now, who is in a completely different marriage, in a totally different house, and is like at, in a completely different mental state of mind, is basically what I wanted to document, I guess. Yeah, I think that sums it up pretty Does good. Does that sum it up yeah, good? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that sums up that. So you can kind of tell from... I guess what I said, that I am a semi-neurotic and used to be much more neurotic, surprisingly. <laughs> Turns out. Woman. She was more neurotic before. Um, <coughs> I also talk a lot, I guess, like on a more activism level because I use cannabis for mental health reasons. It's something that I... Um, I'm very interested in and care a lot about. And, um, yeah. Other than that, I am... Normal mom. A normal... Awesome mom. Very loving. <clears throat> I'm a good mom. I'm, I'm a... You're a very, very... You're borderline hippie mom. I'm a detachment parenting mom. Yeah. Um, yeah. You do a great job. I'm very hands-on. You really taught me a lot, too, about parenting. And it's, yeah, and it's something I work on all the time. So I think anybody that works on anything all the time, you know, you're just, you're good at it, you know? Mm -hmm. It's something I'm interested in. I'm actively interested in um, being a good mom. Job well done. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Lord. Okay. Uh, what else? Oh, well, we also, have... really quick, I am also, okay, really quick, also, I am a stay-at-home mom. I've been a stay-at-home mom for nine years. Um, and, yeah, I obviously... Stay at home. Stay at home. And when you say stay at home, you're not joking around. Man, I don't leave this place. You stay at home. I am a very antisocial person, despite the fact that I'm a YouTuber. I just am so awkward and shy, like... The opening of anything is so horrible that I just no you thanks. Avoid that. Yeah. And I encourage you to avoid it <laughs> because <laughs> he's a jealous man. Would you like to hear? Wait, what? Oh, you're really making a face at me. I am a jealous man. Do you want to talk about that? Um, I I hate being a jealous man, but you know I married you, so oh dear. Now yeah. I gotta constantly be on on guard. So maybe in ten years I won't have to be. I don't know. We like each other a lot. Yeah, and we um we do. We kind of did some controversial controversial stuff. You mean um, to be together? You mean advanced future thinking? 
We did some <clears throat> very advanced future thinking. Yes. Um, and it was not without thinking. Yes. I agree with I that. think That's to true. the outsider who I was not so. experiencing it with us. Uh, it might seem a little it, peculiar. It looked, yeah, definitely unconventional, our relationship and coming to be. You know, the, you know uh, like, but in to those, that I say, ha ha, yeah. I sure am happy. I, I know. <laughs> I mean, so, I am too. And, you know, we just kind of went with our guts on that. And, I mean, when you're really ruling by a really good guide posts, I guess, which would be protect my kids at all costs. Yeah. Be the best mom I can be the whole time. And understanding that being a happy person and a fulfilled person fits into being a good mom. I mean, it just does. Oh, yeah. I have to be a role model for the rest of their lives for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, it never ends. And I don't want to be modeling that it's okay to spend your life on this earth, which is a fucking precious gift, a miracle, um, unhappy. Yeah. Agreed. And I mean, Agreed. yeah. And it's, it can be seen as selfish and, and I totally see that and, um, feel that way sometimes. But when you rule with, I'm going to help them get through this in the best way that I can, I mean, it really can't go wrong. You know? It's true. And you we're, can get but we're not them saying, through it. We're not saying, hey, any little impulse that comes into your brain, just do it. Do it. It's not that no. at all. It's the I, bigger picture stuff. Like, yeah. you know, like, okay, well, at this point, I'm pretty much just kind of, I'm just going to tough it out for the rest of my life and then I'll just die you know and then it'll right. be over but um that's yeah. a great way to live yeah sounds fun <laughs> exactly <laughs> right give me a break okay so there guess what hey guess what you can also enjoy your life and have all the things you want you, you know can. but that doesn't mean just you know it doing doesn't whatever. mean walking all over people yeah, it, doesn't it doesn't mean, mean that mean, at all yeah and so that's another thing that I try to talk about a lot on the Stoner Mom is like um, sort of normalizing divorce, which mm-hmm. is clearly extremely normal, and yet the dialogue is not. Right. And it's true. I mean, it's not. It, well, it's outdated. I mean, like, it's outdated. But it's like nobody but, really, I, I honestly, I don't think really many people have a negative thought about it, really. Yeah. You know, I've, educated people get it. And it's so common, like statistically, it's just like nobody's really figured out the socially appropriate way to like do it all, you know, or, I, yeah. it, you know, it's not like a, I think no one's written the book on it No, and someone needs to, it is not going to be me. I'm sorry. Cause mm-hmm. I'm the stoner mom. I do, I'm doing that. Right. So somebody else do that. Yeah. Okay. Some influencer that wants to be a blogger or whatever. Yeah. Why don't you work on that? Do that. Do that book. Do it. Do an etiquette book for divorce. Okay, so that's me. My husband, David, is my wonderful... Ooh. I don't know. Should I describe you? Do you want to describe you? I don't want to describe me. I hate talking about myself. My husband is awesome, and I love him a lot. He's a big brute. 
Um, I call them dumb names like Hulk and Brute and stuff. And um, an Irish potato farmer. Uh, I am a peasant. But he also has um, Dutch artistic abilities um, out the yin-yang, which he does Bullshit ability. He also has crazy bullshit abilities that, like, oh I guess God, so. you guys, like, you never realize how amazing it is and what a skill it is to be a master bullshitter until you meet one and, like, fall in love with one. Oh, and that's another the nice thing about us is we have very, um, very opposite personalities in like outwardly well outwardly yeah the way i look at it is my personality (laughs) is supposed to help you with your limited abilities and mine helps you with your limited abilities exactly exactly so like when you're afraid to walk up and talk to a stranger oh my god for any reason i will walk up to the stranger and talk to them such as ordering food Yes. Or if if there's a need to speak intelligently about something, then I will not speak and I will allow you to do the speaking. <laughs> Where there's a need for talking with no em- anger emotion attached yes, to it. That. Or a need for gentle manners. There you go. I love you. So, love yes, you he's um, extremely gregarious and a talker. He... Uh, is well, he used to be an arrogant man, but I've cleaned, you don't think I'm arrogant? I've anymore? cleaned him up a lot, a lot. That's nice to hear. Thank you. I'm sorry that I, I was so arrogant in the past. If I wasn't, see, I don't want to clean you up 100% in that my regard because it's understand. still a little sexy. Okay, <laughs> well, anyhow, <laughs> okay, and yeah, we we have kids. We have four kids. Yeah, we do. You've got the oldest. Take it away. Do you want to do it in chronological order, I suppose? Slimey, slime, slime, slime. Okay. Yes. I have um, two children who are half Korean. They're redheaded Korean kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's true, because he's an Irish brute. Yeah. The only boy out of all these children <laughs> yes, we have- is my uh, nine-year-old son, Miles. Yes. He is... The oldest... He's the oldest, and he's a hip-hop dancer of sorts and an entertainer, I guess. Yes, Um, in every capacity. Yes. Um, When I – my first child was born, I was like, oh, a a boy. You know, awesome. Because, you know, you always hear, oh, (laughs) father like like son. you got to have a boy. Yes. And um, I was – like so happy because he was my like my little buddy and you know we spent a lot of time together and he um it was always like a very much an entertainer he always wanted to entertain and sing and dance and all all that and i'm sitting there trying to like oh you maybe music maybe you want to play an instrument or whatever because i have i have a music background and he was like, no thanks. <laughs> so, you know, he was always, like, putting on a little show. A little, he's got a very good personality. He's he's awesome. a good He's a good boy. And he's very tall. He very is nine tall. years old. He, and he's big. And he's very big. Yeah, he's like a big. And he's very handsome. He's a very good-looking he's kid. He's really good-looking. He's, for a nine-year-old, he looks like a 12-year-old. Yeah, absolutely. The tallest in the class. <sighs> You know, I love he, it. he's a good boy. He's very loves him. You know, he's extremely sensitive. He really is sensitive, which blo- which is not what I am. Well, I am on some levels, but 
He's what, sensitive about what everybody feels. Yeah. And David is not. Exactly. Like <laughs> if someone else in our family unit is upset or if I'm upset, Miles is like hugging me and are you okay? And mm-hmm. I'm like, who cares? You know, or like, if a classmate is upset. Oh my God. Yes. He or being it. upsetting. It's yeah. upsetting to him. He's very sensitive. That's just how Abby's oldest is. Yeah. It's true. So, um, that's my, that's the first, the oldest. So the next would be your daughter. Victoria. Mm, yes. Miles is the oldest, but only by a little over a month. Yes. And then there's Tori and, um, God, I guess I'm a little stoned here. That's okay. Keep going. Uh, Victoria is a child that I foresaw when I was a child. I always knew I would have a daughter. I always knew she would be named Victoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always knew she would look like me. <laughs> the older she gets, she looks more like you, I think. As her face, as she definitely gets older, as her face begins to like slenderize and shape up, She'll look a lot more like me. So, yeah, I love her like crazy. and You do love her like crazy. She's uh, <clears throat> a precious gift to me, and she's extraordinarily smart. Um, and so that's kind of like my, my big bragging thing is because she's very smart. Like smart, smart. Like super smart. Like IQ smart. Like IQ test as high smart. <laughs> Like, super high, smart. She's awesome. And um, she's developing into a normal kid. I thought she might be a a major weirdo. I think she's, like, steering over to the normal side of things. I think she's definitely. And thank you, technology, for dumbing that kid down. Right. (laughs) I mean, yes. I mean, she still a great reader. She still understands amazing concepts. Um beyond her years and she has uh like academic skills that are quite exceptional she's not a tomboy but she's definitely not a girly girl at all and i was very much like that at her age um not a tomboy at all but not a girly girl either um just really into books so she's like that except really into freaking stampy <laughs> and books oh and she's read all the harry potters and that's it for her let's talk about elizabeth okay so elizabeth haha she's my littlest she's my bb she's actually the littlest <laughs> she is physically the littlest she it's is. true despite the fact that she is two years older than your than the actual littlest right the younger it's true um, Lizzie's super cute. She's um, also very smart. And she, a part-time comedian. She's hilarious. <laughs> she has a totally different personality from her older sister. Um, the two girls get along beautifully. They fight like normal sisters, but not in any... You know, I've known sisters my whole life that just hated each other. Um, yeah. So, thank, But not these two. Not, thank goodness. That these two are not like that. And I'm not going to let that happen. I 
no, that's not happening under my watch. It's not going to happen. They love each other. <laughs> anyway, um, Lizzie's great, and she goes to the same uh, super smart school, um, and she is a pleaser. She's also independent. She's she's just sweet is how really everyone describes her. Now listen to me because this is going to shock all the people listening <laughs> as it did me because I didn't know this existed. It only exists in utopian schools. Our, 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 our kids go to different schools. Right. But your kids go to an excellent school too. Of course. Too. But they what they do is when your child is shining brighter than all the other children <laughs> oh in the God. school – they in they stop everybody in the middle oh. of the day. The president gets the president, the, the principal president gets on, gets on the, the loudspeaker and is like, "Excuse me, students, I want to take a moment to recognize You're this not, child." First of all, this is totally wrong. <laughs> it is wrong. What they do is like a teacher will be like, "You know what? This kid's amazing." Positive referral, and they pull that kid out. They take him to the pres- principal's office, and they call the parent which is my wife, and they're like, excuse me, parent of this child. Um, <laughs> we have a couple words to tell you. And your child is amazing. And then they caught, but, and she's gotten this twice. They, they claim that they don't give it out a lot. I, but you know what? give out a lot of them. I but, believe that. Well, here's the deal. They say over the intercom, please send Elizabeth to the principal's office. So, of course, my child is, like, shitting her pants like, the entire time. Right. Like, Thanks. Like, what did I do? Like, wanting to die, but going. And having to sit outside the principal's office and then going into the principal's like, office. Like, am I in trouble? Like, what the fuck? And then being told that she got this wonderful note from her teacher and blah, 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 from the principal. And then the principal calls me and they put me on speakerphone so that Lizzie can hear the principal telling her mother yeah. how good she is. Can you believe so that? So that I'm now forced to be like, oh, wow, which of course I am. But yeah, like, of course. But I mean, it's like. The best time. <laughs> that, oh, the first time, though, the teacher, was, the principal was like, she knew your phone number. I didn't have to look it up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was so proud about that. Because, yeah, that was a lesson over. that you guys were going over and before I was that. Like, she knows my number. That's yep. crazy good. Like, I cared so much more about that than the positive officer. I know, girl. but still, can you imagine, like, being a um, six-year-old kid and being, like, double whammy, like... My mom loves me because I remember my number, but also because I'm we're calling her in the middle of her day to let her know that I'm amazing. I mean, like, give me a break. I would also like to say that that's pretty cool. Victoria has also had a yes, yes, yes. But she has not had. It was on. It was on the news. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, your youngest. Okay, so then our youngest is a (laughs) four-year-old. child dark female she's the best to talk about to be honest she really is because she's really got quite a um, weird weirdo personality (laughs) and um i love her so much her name's sadie and she is of course once again a red-headed asian child Um, but it's that kind of hair, like where people, wherever you go, is like, "Oh my god, I love the color of her hair." Oh my god, did you do you color her hair? <laughs> yes, I color my both of my children's hair <laughs> to this amazing auburn colored. It's like a reddish brown, amazing whatever. It's red. So we hear that a lot. That's that's one stigma she has to live under for the rest. That of her hair is dyed. Yeah. At age zero, too, okay. we, we can't get over it. It's the red. color's and not. You're 
not supposed to be a redhead. Right. Sorry. It's um, su- we can't, she's super cute. We can't com- comprehend it. And she dresses herself. She picks out her own clothes. She loves jewelry. She loves makeup. She's she incredibly lo- intelligent. She's very intelligent. She's majorly intelligent. Like, yeah. She would talk so... She reminded me so much of Victoria. I know. She started speaking, she like, in complete articulate. sentences when she was three, I think. Was it three? Yeah. I think so. Maybe two. I don't know. There was a lot going on back then. But anyway. Well, sure was. Go but um, she has become... I mean, like, first of all, I love her to death. Okay? I They're mean, like, super close. I love my daughter because... And they're connected uh, at the hip. We are. And I, I've always wanted a daughter. <coughs> and, you know, she is a lot like me when I was a, a child. And she plays with toys, which is amazing because Miles does not play with toys. He has a whole different entertainment <coughs> system. But she loves to, Sorry. like, tell stories and <laughs> manipulate me into getting whatever she wants. Because she's incredibly smart. Yes. So anyway, I and love she her. She knows that she's loved. She's very loved, and yeah, um, she's very truthful too. She has just a funny personality because she's very uh, set in her ways and like set in her yeah her sadiness. You know, she is. And um, the more that comes out, the funnier it is, dude. <laughs> she's it just is. like she will speak her mind. Yeah. Um, she had. A crazy three-year-old face. Yeah. Like crazy. But so cute. But very stern and stoic. Like And but like she had crazy fits that were like Oh my god. She yeah. would get she would turn so red angry. Stomp her so feet. angry. And that's what I'm trying to express. That this is a child that is very like powerful and like she gets upset. Okay, yeah. when like her emotions are very strong, and yes. so she might not always be showing them, but she's got them. They're under there simmering. Simmering, man. She's very much like me. She's we, so much like we you. have ex- incredible anger they in us at all times. She, <laughs> yes, it's like this intensity kind of bordering on. For you, it's like defensiveness almost. It's not for her. It's like just innocent, like tough girl. She's very tough. She's a tough girl. Yeah. I mean, like you don't want to mess with her. And not a dainty girl, despite the fact that she loves everything that is dainty. Yes. It's the best. She stomps around in the backyard in like teeny tiny dresses that she should not be wearing. Right. (laughs) And meanwhile, she has no shoes on. Right. Right, right. Stepping over rocks and crap. Right. She's very tough. She's like she's an Amazon. Tough. And she's and big. Beautiful. She's tall. Yeah, she's very pretty. She's very pretty. You could see her being like some weird, bizarre supermodel. That's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you can. Like, I can totally see it. No, like, I know what you mean. I hear that. She's, you know, like, you're so lovely. You're kind of weird looking. Yeah, because you're very <laughs> tall, abnormally, and scaled differently to all the From other humans. From all of the rest of us. Right. And she's beautiful. She's, They're both very attractive. She is children. beautiful. Yeah. I mean, come on, right? Mm-hmm. No crap. I mean, like, that's that's for real. That's for real. My kids are attractive children. <laughs> I mean, give me are. a break, it's, okay? It's gross. Like, they could be Gap models. It's true. 
Like when Tom Cruise, like we can all say that he's crazy as oh, he's hell. Nuts. He's nuts. His kid is gorgeous. Yeah, it's true. That's how your kids are. It's true. In a weird way. <laughs> like, like, like we can hate you. Right. Oh, yeah. But your kids are gorgeous. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness I got something good going for me. They're very attractive. Right. <laughs> okay. We also have these animals. We have Max. He's yeah. St. Bernard and Husky. And Mix. Walrus. And also Walrus. Anything else? Deer. He's got fawn legs. He's got fawn legs. So basically, imagine like a tick that's very large. Wait, a tick now? Well, ticks have like those, they have like hairs as legs. Yeah. And their bodies in proportion are so huge. I feel like he's part bear. He too. is definitely part bear. He's, he's a beautiful animal. He really is. He could be a lot more attractive if he would just lose some weight. But Imagine you know, a bloated husky. Uh, okay. Okay. You're imagining a husky, and it's, it's fat. It's bloated fat. <laughs> like no one's ever seen a now, fat husky. Well, like, what? Wait, hold on a second. Now, imagine a Saint Bernard's face. Okay, put Wait. that face on a husky. You're wrong. No, hold on. I'm done yet? Okay, you got the face on the husky. Okay. This is taking all my five minutes. <laughs> now the husky is red and white. Okay. <laughs> And I'm not talking brown red. I mean red. Red like your kids. And it has speckled, like, speckled fawn legs, fawn legs <laughs> that are white and red. Red speckles. And white kind of speckles on its face. Right. Now the St. Bernard face. Now add the husky nose to that. Get like rid a snout. of the St. Bernard snout. Yeah, it's got a husky snout. Okay. That triangular pointy ear snout. Yes. Instead of a flatter yes. snow eating snout. Exactly. And yeah. but remember, both <laughs> breeds Wait a minute. What? Are complete snow fanatics. Yeah. Okay. Is it is his ears his ears are Saint Bernard ears or husky ears? Or droopy husky ears? <laughs> that's the thing that's really mess I think they're like shrunken St. Bernard ears. <laughs> That's what they are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they're shrunken, floppy, not because pointed up. Because they're floppy. So, yeah. St. Bernard ears. And there you go. And it's <laughs> any short hair, but he's got duck fur. Okay. <laughs> like he's got 90 layers of fur <laughs> and he sheds it and there's hair everywhere. <laughs> I love him so much. He's amazing. Okay. And when I got him, he was two and he was so bad, you guys. He was so bad. I brought him into our marriage. And um, he was so bad. And he would eat the walls. He would eat the walls. He was just so crazy. He would eat the middle of the walls. And he just ate everything. He ate couches and yeah. mirrors after he'd break them in front of you. And, like, like metal. And, like, I don't understand how he's alive. And, like, David thought I was exaggerating when we met. And then he saw and lived with him. And you've picked up the tin cans remnants. And, yeah, but it's toned. It, he's toned it down because he knows considerably. Like, he has not eaten anything well, once that, that has been like, like that was I'm crazy kill you. puppy stage. So right. like puppies too. Now he'll eat a pencil. He'll eat or anything he'll pick wood. Up a pencil, and I'll be like, "Excuse me." Yeah, and then he'll go and he'll drop <laughs> it and look all depressed and He's got floppy eyes. However, when when we first moved into this house, you did occasionally give him a couple plastic hangers. No, I didn't. 
Yeah, I know you did. No, and, and and he would chew them in the middle of the dining room. <laughs> and so there would be plastic splinters everywhere. Anyhow, no. that those days are over. That okay. And then, in contrast to that, we have a snowy princess kitty cat. Right? And she's cool as ice. And her name is Katya because she is Siberian. She's beautiful. And she's beautiful. And we got her. Is she Siberian? Yes. Yeah. And we got her because she's hypoallergenic. Yeah. And she's long-haired. And and that's why we specifically had to get her because Victoria has a cat allergy. I have a minor cat allergy as well. I think it's pretty common. So I'm glad that we did that. And she's No allergies here. She has a princess. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Long gray hair. Beautiful. And she has a black streak running down the middle of her back to the the end of her tail. And she's gorgeous. And she's gorgeous. She has that face that is not smashed in. Exactly. She has a perfect face. Perfect cat face. Perfect long-haired gray cat face. I love her to death. She's the best. She's like a stuffed animal, and we can love her Mm -hmm. and... She's so good. But she did live in the wall the first We're, three weeks okay. she, we got her. But then All she cats fig- do that. But she figured it out with forced love intervention. I had to teach David. Oh, my God. I had to teach David how to force love. <laughs> you did? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we live in Denver, and um, we actually love it here by actually. I mean, everyone kind of loves it here. That it's pretty here. amazing here. Um yeah, and we've been here for a while, and it's cool, and we live in the suburbs, and we have a nice big airy house that doesn't stank like weed. It sure doesn't. And we take precautions in that way, mm-hmm. and um, we are a very happy family. We worked really hard um, to blend our kids um, in a, a way that kind of put them first on an individual level, I would say. Like, daddy was about his kids, mommy was about her kids. For a long time. For sure. For a long time. Still. And, uh, I mean, to a certain degree. Oh, my God. Definitely still. And I'm sure it will always be that way. Yeah. But um, I think yeah. that but, really, d- but, I think that's very important. But the kids also talk to the other parent all the time. Well, a lot of the time. I mean, like, my kids love you. They want to be around me. you. Your children love me. And, and I'm the, around them. And the thing is, like, we're not... It's not like they don't have a father figure, right, and it's right. not like they yours don't have a mother figure. Exactly. So it's like, you know, there's no really replacing here. I mean, who, t- who here, taught so. my daughter how to put on nail polish and junk? Well, you I did. think her, her ancestors did. I mean, of course. <laughs> Since she did that on her own. She did. But you know what I'm saying. She turns to you for makeup advice. Well, I'm her girly, weird Stepmom. Yeah, exactly. You're not weird though. You're awesome. But I can be weird. I guess so. And She's weird me. too. She's weird and, too. Yeah. No. I don't stomp around with no shoes on. No, and dresses my feet. Too small. Yeah, you got delicate wahini <laughs> feet. from the public calls from the public welcome to calls from the public 
And ba- thank you for staying with us. That's why we changed our lives to be together is because we figured out that we both were civil and Ollie fans. And I never met another person other than one girl at the time in middle school. Oh, yeah. Who liked civil and Ollie. Oh, so anyway, yeah, because I have a hotline here at the Sterner Mom and... And I take calls from the public. Yeah, you do. You get you get calls all the time. I get questions a lot, and I get questions on um, my YouTube show Which is channel, awesome. and um, I get questions, you know, just emailed a lot, and on social media as well. So, a lot of these are also questions that I get a lot of different times. Um, I'm just gonna kind of read this verbatim. This can I read it? Oh wait! I promise I will read it normal. Yeah. So she's a, a she's a woman, by the way. Oh, okay. You say so you want me to do a woman's voice? Uh, where are we? Yeah, I wrote the stoned interactions. That's not her. She wrote. I was wondering. Okay, are you ready? Yes. I was wondering if the smoking affects your relationship with your kids. Does it affect the time you spend with them? How do you, how you spend it? How much? And the level of interaction. Doesn't for me, cannabis doesn't actually affect my interactions with my kids at all. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that is because I have like Superman tolerance, um, and that's not something that everybody has at all. Um, but most of it is because of how and when I choose to medicate. I'm particular about that, and I try not to smoke in front of my kids and haven't had like the official like uh smoking your mom is a pothead talk (laughs) yet right and i'm not gonna have that until it's like until i'm ready yeah which is like i'm technically ready right now i'm just kind of stalling i don't think you need to do it right now. i'm kind of waiting for the summer because i sort of already said in my head that this summer i'm gonna have a talk with my kid and only my oldest kid right and only because of her, um, who she is. And also only because of what I'm choosing to do publicly. Right? Yep, that makes so, sense. So, like, I have no idea what my line of thinking would be in other ways. So people ask a lot, you know, like the woman from Scotland who... You know, didn't know how to explain it because over there it's illegal, like, completely. But yet drinking is, like, a national treasure, which is, like, totally weird to think about. But it's like, I guess it is. I (laughs) mean, yeah, right? Like, okay, all right. (laughs) So, anyway. uh, You know what? What? I've already had that talk with Miles about smoking pot. I know you did. And you and I talked about it. And I was like, isn't... So, my answer is always, like... It's just the honest truth. It so is. it's just whatever you would say to an adult, right? Yes. Except you're saying it to a kid that you love. Yeah. The end. I mean, that's really all it is. You, wanna, it, you wanna know something funny? Yes. The, you don't wanna know what the only concern he had was? Wait, hold on. I would like to say that I knew exactly what it would be, and I told you and forewarned yeah. you, and you didn't know. And I proved it right. Is it just like smoking cigarettes? Yeah. More than, especially in this age range. Mm -hmm. But because people smoke cigarettes publicly, kids never see people smoking pot out on the street. Okay. (laughs) So they have been exposed to cigarette smoke 
and they've been exposed to their parents saying, look at that, you're not to do that. That's yucky, right? So, and they haven't been exposed to that at nine years old with pot. Right, exactly. Right. And now we live in Colorado where there's like dispensaries everywhere, you know. And yeah. I mean, that conversation, the the hardest part is just like having it. She wanted to know about how I interact with my kids. Yeah. So I do want to stress that my interaction as a pothead with my kids is very specific to me. Okay, I'm somebody that uses pot every day. So I have the tolerance of someone who uses it every day. Um, and yet I don't use it in front of them. Okay. So oh, I'm basically never stoned like in front of them. Like right. there's never a time. Yeah. Where you're like, where I'm oh, stoned. hey, what? <laughs> there was a never. time. I'm, there's just never is. And so it's hard for me sometimes to deal with like, um, people being negative or not understanding because my life is just not, I really have to put myself back to the place of who I was back in the day, you know, and none of us as parents were taught that this was going to be okay, you know? And so it's shocking. It is shocking. It's shocking. And it's not shocking to me anymore. And I feel so, so strongly that it shouldn't be shocking that I get I can get upset when people are shocked and I need to not be that way which I think I do an okay job at right yeah absolutely okay so anyway um so there is that um I want to go out and say that those are my beliefs as far as um choosing not to get high in front of my kids the main reason is um because, again, I live in a place where it's legal, so I'm not breaking a law when I smoke pot in front of my kids. Right. Right, unless I'm freaking driving right. or out in public. Mm -hmm. I don't interact in a negative way with my kids as far as cannabis. Now, in the past, when I was a newbie, I there was no freaking way I would smoke pot knowing that I would have to take care of my kids in, like, two, three, four, five hours, right. okay? Like, it would be at nighttime because I would act nuts like a stoned person does, okay? When I first met you. Yes, you, remember? Yeah. Like, it was... And, like, slowly over time, I built up tolerance. I'm still totally using it recreationally, but I'm really saying until you build up, like, a tolerance, you know... You're not using it medically. The tolerance is not a bad thing. I you mean, know you're I mean? using you're using it, I guess, except for like pain and stuff. But since for me, it's so it's for my mental health. It's not for any form of pain, really. My main thing is that just you don't want to really be intoxicated in front of your kids. Um, I just feel like they don't really deserve to see their kids. Or their parents like that. I don't think they like to see their parents not in control. No. I mean, it doesn't mean that you're being mean or rotten. I mean, just when you're not in control, you're not being what they need you to be. One more thing is uh, for the people that are using, um, like, medicinal cannabis, like, for, like, extreme cases, I always try to say that, you know, I'm not in their shoes, so I can't say how I would act if I had kids and I had cancer. 
I don't know how I would behave. And I might smoke pot. Yeah. Like, every day. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) In front of them. And, I mean, it wouldn't mean anything to me. And so, um, I try to come... Yeah. Yeah, I try to It wouldn't mean anything to your kids either. And it wouldn't. And I understand that. I mean, I know it's important. They want you to feel better. And they want... And what's really important is, like, that last time, right? Like, that last time. So, you'd want to see your mom not hurting. What's going on in Dave's Grove? Hey, Dave. Hey, what's going on? How are you doing? I'm doing really well. I'm and you want to know why? You why? Know what? What? Why? What? I'm going to tell you because what's going on right you now? Holy mackerel! What? Have you seen those plants in there? Where? You saw them. You saw them. Was it today? I looked at oh, them today. Oh, Lord have mercy. So I tried to film them. I know. So in the flower tent, we're ready. We're ready to chop it down. I mean, like at this point, it's just like how big can they get? I mean. They're frosty. They're frosty. Bitches. They're turning all kinds of crazy colors. At the top of one of the colas of one of my plants, there are these weird circles, like these white twisty circles. And I'm like, I've never seen a bud so symmetrical in my life like that. So it's like this amazing, like, everything. Like, if you really look at it, it's like symmetry. Like, the leaves go one way this time, and then they go the other way. I mean, like, it's amazing. Wow. It's like a math equation. Oh, yes. So um, oh, you, you look at them, they're gorgeous. So I think two of the four plants are ready. And I think you're going to take some pictures, and we're going to chop those down. And, oh, my God, we're going to hang them upside down, and they're going to be huge. I cannot wait. I looked at my trichomes today under my microscope. Their majority of them are cloudy, and some of them are amber. And that means, yeah, it's like, that's where you want them. Yay. So, um, when are you going to do it? You know, now, let's talk about that for a second, because okay. this is the part that plagues me, because every time I get here, I can't chop them down. I'm like, I need to wait. I need to wait. I need to wait longer. I don't need to wait longer. It's time to chop them down. Okay, so that being said, it's time to chop it down. Got to chop them down tomorrow. So, Some of them. So you need to pick. A day. It's just a schedule thing. I know. And that's, when can I do it? That's where I'm, I'm crippled. But I'm gonna. But I'm. You're helping me with that. You're helping me. Well, you've it. already answered the question. It's time to chop. It's them. time to chop them down. Okay. So your next is how can I do that? Tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Okay, so that's happening tomorrow. And one I, of the plants are coming down tomorrow. Cool. Is it okay. going to be that frosty, beautiful one? No, it's going to be the other one that's even more. The one that has, like, special uh, <laughs> ropes holding up the stems of the plant, the colas, because they weigh so much because they're dripping, and dripping with weed and sense. super sticky. So... So anyway, we got that going on. Beast over there, oh, he's, he's, he's so beautiful. He's, uh, he's a walrus. Okay. And then, um, beautiful. In the other tent, we got a veg tent. We have a super soil scrog grow going on, and, and all, it's, you it's saw okay. that too. Mm-hmm. So it's almost full. So once the scrog is full with your branches, like you bend them underneath the little squares of the scrog and like fold them under, which makes more parts of the branch of the plant veg 
Um, once that top canopy is full, then you switch them over to, you take your clones if you want some clones. I will uh, flip them over to flower. And then those things will start blooming. And then we'll have our endless cycle occurring. So that's what's going on in my grow. I got to start maybe thinking about putting some seeds in something so I can, uh, you know, get the hydro going after I harvest it. I got to, I don't know. There's a lot going on. I got to think about it. So that's what's happening in my grow. That's what's going on in Dave's Grow. Dave's Grow is sponsored by Home Depot. It's not. Oh. It's sponsored <laughs> by Home Depot. So, there you go. All right. Okay. This is coming out Easter. Right. So happy Easter, you guys. Happy Easter. And our next episode yeah. is going to be during spring break. Wow. So we're going to be doing some spring break Are we going, are we going to Fort Lauderdale, Florida? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to Fort Lauderdale. And I'm, I'm not going. If There's two feet of snow outside right now. We're not <laughs> like going nowhere. <laughs> we barely got out today. Um... But, yeah, kids. We'll have kids. Yeah. You know what? And I'll have to hide Easter eggs in the house because it'll be snowing again this weekend. We're going to talk about the best things to do when you're stoned. Yes. We're also going to talk about the bad, the negative, the dirty side of weed. What do you mean? Oh, I'm anxious to hear what this is. Okay. I guess well, I'll just have to wait and find out. Cool. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Mom and Dad are stoned is currently brought to you by stonerman.com. If you enjoy this podcast, and I hope that you did, please consider giving us a rating or review on iTunes. An honest one would be best. But we do read those five-star reviews on our shows. Uh, no pressure there. Until next time, you guys. We love you so much. Thanks for listening. We would love feedback. Visit me at thestonermom.com. You can contact me there super easily. I'm everywhere on social media. And, um... I do my best to get back to you guys, though it does take us some time. But David tries to help, too. It's true. (laughs) Until next time, stay safe and be responsible. And hug your kids and be kind and get stoned. Get stoned. Every day. See you next week.